Hello and welcome to Series 2, Episode 14 of the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 14 of this Daily Study Podcast. Uh, usually focused on the Come Follow Me materials for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. However, as always on a Monday, we take a break from that and we study uh, something else uh, for the... Um, well, it could be anything. It could be a general conference talk. It could be a, a recent news article. It could be a recent um, art, um, recent article in the church magazines and so on. But today is a little bit different. Uh, I recently, well, today I was asked, um, today being Sunday that I record the Monday episode on, uh, to share a talk uh, with my ward. Uh, and I thought I'd share it with you. It's a nice, obviously... Um, easy opportunity for me to share something else that I've studied uh, and this is what I've studied this week and actually it fits in quite nicely it was fitting I was given this topic to speak um, on this um, topic this week because it dealt very closely with an important principle we learned from the come follow me study you could argue in fact that it was the very first principle taught from on high to the prophet Joseph Smith as we studied this week Joseph was searching for forgiveness of his sins and the church in which he could find salvation all the accounts of the first vision tell us that he was driven by a desire to connect with God and that he needed to know which organization would provide him with that connection in this search we know that he was blessed with a marvelous vision something beyond which he could have ever imagined and in that grove which we now call sacred he learned something which had been misunderstood for centuries Joseph said i saw a pillar of light uh, exactly over my head, above the brightness of the sun, which descended gradually until it fell upon me. When the light rested upon me, when the light rested upon me, I saw two personages whose brightness and glory defy all description, standing above me in the air. One of them spake unto me, calling me by name, and said, pointing to the other, "This is my beloved son. Hear him." This was an unprecedented event, the father and the son appearing in body together. We've talked about this before in the podcast about how this had never happened before in the standard works. We had had the saviour present and the father's voice speaking from heaven, but we have never until that point seen the father and the son together in, in the body. Um, you could argue, actually, that perhaps in the Garden of Eden, we have this, uh, you know, as we learn more from the temple. But in the scriptures themselves, we don't we don't read of this. Um, in these incredible eight words from God, our Heavenly Father, we learn two very powerful principles that he knows us by name and, the, and that he and his beloved son are two distinct separate beings. The topic I was actually given was the first article of faith, which reads, we believe in God, the eternal father and in his son, Jesus Christ, and in the Holy Ghost. In the gospel topic section in the gospel library, we read, quote, Latter-day Saints view the members of the Godhead in a manner that corresponds in a number of ways with the views of others in the Christian world, but with significant differences. Latter-day Saints pray to God the Father in the name of Jesus Christ. They acknowledge the Father as the ultimate object of their worship, the Son as Lord and Redeemer, and the Holy Spirit as the messenger and revealer of the Father and the Son. But where Latter-day Saints differ from other Christian religions is in their belief that God and Jesus Christ are glorified physical beings, and that each member of the Godhead is a separate being." Close quote. This, as we've mentioned, was a controversial topic to be teaching in Joseph Smith's time especially for a young boy to come out of a forest and say that not only had he seen God, he was testifying that God, the father and the son and his son, Jesus Christ, were distinct, separate beings, which, of course, was different from many of the teachings at the time. It would be a testimony that he would take to the grave. I want to, fo I want to focus on the three individuals for a moment. We know that God, our Heavenly Father, knows each of us by name, as did Joseph Smith. Joseph Fielding Smith summarized our Heavenly Father wonderfully when he said, 
Quote, I am grateful that the knowledge of God and his laws has been restored in our day and that we who are members of the church know he is a personal being and not, as some sectarians have said, a disorderly collection of laws floating like a fog in the universe. I am grateful that we know he is our father in heaven, the father of our spirits, and that he ordained the laws whereby we can advance and progress until we become like him. Close quote. Despite being an omniscient and omnipotent God, our Heavenly Father's purpose is the salvation and exaltation of his children. He wants nothing more than for us to connect with him. But how can we develop this connection? It is written in the February 2014 Enzyme, quote, Many people communicate with God at a superficial level. If you pray out of duty or use of habitual phrases, you may find it difficult to connect with Heavenly Father, and he will feel distant. Communicating with God is different than from just talking to him. President Joseph F. Smith taught, We do not have to cry unto him with many words. We do not have to weary him with long prayers. Let the prayer come from the heart. Let it not be in words that are worn into ruts in the beaten tracks of common use, without thought or feeling in the use of those words. Do you share with your Heavenly Father your innermost beliefs, feelings and desires? Have you shared with him the secret ambitions that lie in your heart? Can you pour out your heart to him? And do you practice listening for his responses? Close quote. Another way we can connect to God is through his son, Jesus Christ. This is why when we end our prayers, we end in the name of Jesus Christ. He is the mediator, the intercessory individual that makes it possible for us to come closer to God. One way he does this is through his example. Nephi taught us this when he said in 2 Nephi 31 verse 7, But notwithstanding he being holy, he showeth unto the children of men that according to the flesh he humbleth himself before the Father and witnesseth unto the Father that he would be obedient unto him in keeping his commandments. He was perfect indeed. He didn't need to go through the trials and persecution that he did, yet he lived in the flesh to show us how to live and to strengthen that connection with God our Heavenly Father. However, Christ of course makes it possible for us to come closer to our Heavenly Father through his infinite and intimate atonement. I don't have time in the uh, the session today uh, to give justice to this merciful act, but it wouldn't be an overstatement to say that without him, none of our Heavenly Father's plan would be possible. That is why he subjected himself beneath all things to bring us out of those depths higher than we can possibly imagine. The third member of the Godhead, of course, is the Holy Ghost. And there is no doubt in my mind that the Holy Ghost was present in that sacred grove when the Father and the Son appeared to Joseph Smith. He plays a vital role in all of this, the Holy Ghost. Without his guiding presence, we would struggle to remain on the path with Christ back to our Heavenly Father. How many times in the scriptures do we see individuals who witness great miracles and do not allow the Holy Ghost to soften their hearts, and as such, they fall away? Enough to know that we need to pray for his presence in our lives. In fact, President Russell M. Nelson said, quote, In coming days, it will not be possible to survive spiritually without the guiding, directing, comforting, and constant influence of the Holy Ghost. Our living prophet has spoken often and recently about the need about, that we ha have to receive personal revelation. And then I finished my talk with sharing that the, the experience that I actually shared last week in the um, article in the January 2021 Leahona, after strongly recommend, recommending to those listening that they each subscribe to the magazine or they create a study plan each month for the, on their Gospel Library app, um, I won't share it again here. You can listen to last Monday's session, episode seven, uh, for the full, well, it wasn't really the full article I shared. It was just the part where President Nelson 
has the prompting to go visit Elder Robert D. Hales, even though he had just visited with him the day before during the general conference weekend. So he skipped lunch between the Sunday morning and afternoon sessions to to hurry to his bedside, and he passed away 10 minutes after President Nelson arrived. Um, And then I said, now you may say this happened because he was an apostle at the time, and in a few months to be called as president of the church. Obviously, he had already developed a close connection. But let's not forget that President Nelson has repeatedly called upon all members of the church to grow into the principle of revelation and seek the Holy Ghost's influence more in our lives. We can do this. It is something we've been promised if we seek to receive it. Um, Together, the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost are united in purpose to bring to pass our immortality and eternal life. And they will not rest until all of us that will listen are safely gathered in. That includes you. Do what you, well, and anyone listening to the podcast. Um, I invite us all to do what we need to do today to develop that connection with our Father, to grow closer to the example of his Son and invite the promptings and presence of the Holy Ghost. I'm grateful that we know who the Godhead are. I'm grateful that we know that God is our loving Heavenly Father with perfect attributes, perfect love and perfect concern for our lives. I'm grateful that we know of our Saviour who did everything that was needed and necessary to do to make our Father's plan possible. And I'm grateful for the Holy Ghost who... You know, we don't know much about the Holy Ghost and how, you know, his um, his existence, really. But I'm grateful that he is there and he has he is able to to use this, his opportunity and his um, powers to be able to have that presence with us of our savior. I'm grateful for all these things. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Please do uh, follow the podcast. You can review, you can subscribe, all those good things you do with podcasts. And please do join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'd love to hear more about uh, what you've been studying on there. Uh, Please post anything, even if it's not related to the Come Follow Me um, lessons or anything like that. I'd love to hear what you're studying and I might share on future podcast episodes as well. And you can also email ldsstudysession at gmail.com with the same thing. Or you can even ask uh, and let me, well, let me know if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode and I'll set it all up with you through Zoom. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.